You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kaylee LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia. And today the topic of our podcast is healing post-traumatic stress after narcissistic abuse. Most people I've worked with coming out of narcissistic abuse. Most people that I've worked with coming out of narcissistic abuse have some form of post-traumatic stress disorder but they may not be aware this is what is going on. They may have a lot of the symptoms of PTSD, but not realize that they are suffering from PTSD rather than just a bad breakup. You can be on edge while in the relationship and have some trauma responses to the things happening while you're in it. But it's when the relationship ends that most people feel the onslaught of PTSD and the symptoms. And this is because PTSD is post-traumatic, which is after the trauma. During the relationship, you may be experiencing trauma, but the symptoms might be masked by denial. Denial is a refusal to accept something as true and also a way of suppressing symptoms. While in a relationship with someone who is narcissistic, you might continue to tell yourself that person loves you and cares about you, even though their behavior is telling you otherwise. You may be telling yourself that person will change and be who you've always believed them to be. What most of us don't realize when it comes to narcissism is that the person we believed a narcissist to be never existed. We were fooled from the beginning and we continue to be fooled. We develop cognitive dissonance, which is two or more conflicting thoughts or beliefs, and also a conflict between your mind and your heart, your thoughts and your emotions. With cognitive dissonance, you don't know what is true. On the one hand, you tell yourself, this person loves me. And on the other hand, you tell yourself, this person is not behaving as someone who loves me. This behavior isn't loving. So in the relationship itself, there's a lot of confusion. There's self-blame, denial, and cognitive dissonance arising from an uncertainty of what you're dealing with and what is true. Often after you are devalued and discarded by a narcissist, the lid is blown off the illusion that you've been living under. You can't put things back where they once were. The truth is coming out in a way that you can't deny it anymore. There's such a shattering to your reality that causes this intense trauma. Some people may feel relief at first when the narcissist leaves their life because they don't have to deal with that day-to-day chaos and insanity. But then the reality of what they went through starts to set in and they find themselves going back over every detail of the relationship, trying to sort out what the truth was. 
And this is when the PTSD symptoms really start to amp up. You are now in post-trauma. Symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder can include vivid flashbacks, feeling like the trauma is happening right now, intrusive thoughts or images, nightmares, intense distress at real or symbolic reminders of the trauma, physical sensations such as pain, sweating, nausea, or trembling, alertness or feeling on edge. And this can include panicking when reminded of the trauma, being easily upset or angry, extreme alertness, also sometimes called hypervigilance, disturbed sleep or lack of sleep, irritability or aggressive behavior, finding it hard to concentrate, including on simple or everyday tasks, being jumpy or easily startled, and symptoms of intense anxiety. Also, there is the avoidance of feelings or memories. This can include feeling like you have to keep busy, avoiding anything that reminds you of the trauma, being unable to remember details of what happened, feeling emotionally numb or cut off from your feelings, feeling physically numb or detached from your body and being unable to express affection, doing things that could be self-destructive or reckless, including alcohol or drug use to avoid the memories. There's also difficult beliefs or feelings, and this can include feeling like you can't trust anyone, feeling like nowhere is safe, feeling like nobody understands, blaming yourself for what happened, overwhelming feelings of anger, sadness, guilt, or shame, the lack of sleep and the sense of never being at peace can be exhausting. The most common symptoms that my clients have reported to me are ruminating thoughts, severe anxiety, panic, agoraphobia, or not wanting to leave the house for fear of running into that person or seeing that person with their new person, avoiding anything that reminds them of the trauma, feeling nobody understands what they are going through, self-blame, lack of trust, overwhelming feelings of anger, sadness, guilt, or shame. There's also a need to talk about one's experience to gain validation because they have been invalidated for so long the shame of believing one was devalued and discarded because they were a horrible person is huge. Since the narcissist projects his own or her own deeply buried shame and blames you for how he or she is feeling or what he or she is doing, one is left feeling intense shame. Getting validation from someone who truly understands the insanity of narcissistic abuse can help one process through the shame and start to come to terms with the abuse. 
PTSD can be very intense and overwhelming, and it can be very difficult to find relief. Many people go running to their doctor for antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, but don't find a lot of relief there. Many will use drugs or alcohol to try to medicate the intense feelings of anxiety. Many will overeat or medicate with food. Traditional therapy doesn't typically work because in my experience, most people report their therapists didn't understand them and what they were going through and unable to offer appropriate validation. They were either prescribed medication or the therapist focused on building their self-worth and confidence. Some have found relief with EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, but others tell me it made things worse. Sadly, the field of post-traumatic stress disorder is lacking in effective treatments. The good news is when it comes to PTSD after narcissistic abuse, there is recovery. I've seen it over and over and over again. I've seen people get back on their feet. It may not happen overnight because we're talking about severe trauma here. And trauma must be dealt with in order to be healed. There's no overnight quick fix, but there is a way forward. Now, full disclosure, I am not a traditional licensed therapist. I've been a clinical hypnotherapist and alternative counselor since 1988. Clinical hypnotherapy works with the subconscious mind and the study of how most issues are subconsciously driven. So the study of the subconscious mind is critical to understanding the root of not only PTSD, but all habits, addictions, and human behavior. When I was certified as a clinical hypnotherapist, I was also registered in the state of Washington as a counselor. And this is because it was recognized that in order to be an effective hypnotherapist, we also needed to talk to a client to find out what was going on and how we could best serve them. Since that time, the state of Washington eliminated the counselor registration and someone like me who practices alternative forms of therapy is better to use the term coach or spiritual counselor. So I use both. Although I call myself a coach, my idea of coach is more to help a client set goals and follow through in order to get what they want. The type of counseling I do is much deeper. I tend to guide clients into a light form of trance. So this is kind of a combination between hypnotherapy and counseling. So I guide them into a light form of trance and make them feel safe and comfortable talking about what is going on. And the more comfortable and relaxed and validated someone feels, the deeper they will go into their issues and the more I can get a picture of what's going on and how to best help them. With PTSD, a client needs to build safety and trust in order to have an effective hypnotherapy session. Some of my clients have experienced invalidation and even abuse in therapy and have a mistrust for therapists. 
Some of my clients gain so much from just our counseling-based sessions, they don't ever have a hypnotherapy session. They just want someone they can talk to and process through their trauma with. But hypnotherapy can be very effective to help people with PTSD as long as you have a hypnotherapist that truly understands it and knows how to work with this kind of trauma. The trauma after narcissistic abuse is different than the trauma post-war or po post a single traumatic event, like being part of a severe accident or a bank robbery or a hostage situation or something like that. This is because the type of PTSD that we're dealing with is called complex PTSD and also called childhood PTSD, which is CPTSD. And CPTSD is a result of a series of traumatic events that can span over years, even decades, such as childhood abuse or relationship abuse. Some people may not even be aware where the trauma comes from and can't pinpoint a single relationship or event. Many of my clients are also suffering from childhood PTSD. They may have experienced childhood physical, mental, emotional, or sexual abuse or neglect. They may have experienced domestic partner abuse as an adult throughout several relationships. They may not have a full conscious awareness of their abuse or trauma in childhood or in their previous relationships. It may be the narcissistically abusive relationship that brings it all up to the surface. And so the PTSD is very intense. It involves layer upon layer of trauma and abuse. I'm really highly intuitive. So I tend to know where to go with a client to zero in on where the root of the issues lie. And understanding the original trauma is really important in your overall healing and empowerment. So I do a form of deep introspective trauma recovery, helping clients to uncover and discover themselves combined with mild or deep hypnotherapy to work with the subconscious mind. The important thing to understand about post-traumatic stress disorder is that the trauma has already happened. It's in the past. The majority of my clients are already out of their abusive relationships. If they are not, we work towards liberating them from those relationships, whether it is a domestic partnership or a family system or even a, a work environment. Because we can't heal trauma when one is not safe, when the client's not safe and free from the source of the trauma. In some cases where there are young children involved, the client needs to have some contact with the narcissist in their lives, but we work to establish super strong boundaries around that contact so there's no room for further abuse and also to establish an inner protection or force field so any attempted abuse can't find its way in. 
the client needs to understand on a deep subconscious level that this isn't their fault. They're not the one to blame. They're not a bad person. They don't deserve to be mistreated. They've been a victim of abuse. Now, the word victim in our society is thrown around lightly. And many people will say there are no victims, only volunteers. Well, in trauma abuse recovery, this is not at all helpful. This is just another form of victim blaming and victim shaming. The majority of my clients did not know they were in an abusive relationship. They were convinced through psychological manipulation that they were the one to blame for all the crazy making behavior. So even the slightest suggestion that they are responsible for the abuse is severely undermining and further traumatizing. Now, ultimately, as adults, we're all responsible for ourselves. If we recognize that we're in an abusive relationship, it's our responsibility to get out. If we're suffering from PTSD, it's our responsibility to seek healing. Otherwise, we'll just remain stuck. And it's nobody's fault but our own because we don't take the steps to get out. I have clients who come to me that are still in a relationship with a narcissist and trying to kind of sort things out and come to terms with what's really happening. They may tell me that they think their husband or wife or partner or family member is a narcissist, but not really sure and don't know what to do. In cases like this, I help the client to understand what's going on and take appropriate action. But they did the right thing by seeking help and guidance so they can empower themselves with choice. I do not believe the saying, there are no victims, only volunteers. This is new age BS. We live in a 3D reality where there's a lot of abuse, violence, and trauma. And nobody volunteers to be abused, children especially. Yes, many people remain in abusive relationships long after they realize that they're being abused. And this is because they don't believe that they can change their circumstances. They might feel so beaten down, they just don't have the energy to do anything differently. They may have young children at home and no way of supporting them, or they may not believe they can survive outside of that relationship, or they may be afraid of what their partner would do to them if they left. Did you know that the majority of domestic partner murder happens the first year after the victim leaves? So this fear is very real. In processing through the trauma, it's important for the one who was abused to understand they didn't cause the abuse. It wasn't their fault. If they've developed a belief that the narcissist is going to try to annihilate them, they may be fearful to go out of their house or try to rebuild their life because the narcissist is just going to destroy it. 
That's the feeling they have. The issue is narcissists are destroyers. At least the malignant variety are. They're so vindictive and jealous that they focus their energy and attention on hurting and destroying their target. They will do this through many different means. But the important thing here is that the concern of the client is valid. They don't have any control over what the narcissist does. He or she may go over and beyond to destroy your reputation, paint you in a very bad light in your community, and cause extreme psychological abuse by entering your home, moving things around, taking things, driving by your house, slashing your tires, entering your workplace, sending you threatening messages, parading a new partner in front of you, and the list goes on. So sometimes the post-traumatic abuse is not only post, but current trauma. And we have to find ways to get your power back. This is such an intense topic. And I could go on and on, but I want to talk to you a little bit about how I use hypnotherapy for post-traumatic stress disorder. I may do an entire episode on this, but here are some of the processes that I use. I use deep relaxation therapy to calm the nervous system and relieve anxiety. I use psychic or energy cord cutting to help detach energetically from the narcissist. I use soul retrieval to take back the parts of yourself the narcissist has taken from you, and this is a energetic process. I use exposure therapy to enable you to get outside your home, to drive to the grocery store, or anywhere else that you might be afraid to go. I use inner child healing to work with childhood abuse and trauma and rescue that inner child from the dungeon it's been living in. I help you to inflate yourself because you've been very deflated. So I help you to inflate yourself to a much larger, more confident, empowered version of yourself having you face the dragon in hypnosis and take your power back from it. I use a technique I call quantum jumping to take you to a future version of yourself where you are whole, healed, and thriving and allow that version of yourself to tell you how they got there. So you get a roadmap to your healing. You're receiving guidance from another version of yourself. There is more, and as I said, I will do another podcast where I dive deeper into the therapy itself, but these methods have proven very helpful and effective in healing PTSD and rebuilding one's life. The anxiety from PTSD can be worse in the morning upon awakening. And this happens for several reasons. One is that all that stuff in your subconscious has come up during the sleep state. You may have dreams or intense nightmares that you remember or don't remember that bring the trauma to the surface. 
during sleep, you may have found a certain relief. And then you wake up to the traumatic reality of what has taken place. Another reason anxiety is worse in the morning is you could have low blood sugar, having a little something to increase your blood sugar, like a little juice in the morning might be helpful. You have to kind of test yourself on that one. Also going for a brisk walk, a run, doing jumping jacks, or jumping on a trampoline or rebounder could be helpful in discharging the excess adrenaline. Writing in a journal is also a helpful way to get everything churning within you out. Write down your dreams, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, and just let it all out on paper. It doesn't have to make sense or be legible. Just get it out. Doing some form of art or music can also be helpful to get what's going on inside out. I also have a series of audio hypnosis downloads that I created for the purpose of healing from PTSD. 911 Emergence is one particular audio hypnosis download that focuses on breathing and relaxing the body and creating a sense or feeling of safety within yourself. Getting into a habit of working with a hypnosis download can be very helpful over a period of time to inform your subconscious mind that you are safe and creating a new reality. Since PTSD is due to programs in the subconscious mind, the very best way to heal is by influencing the subconscious mind and installing new programs. Where the current subconscious programs might be reinforcing the reality that you are not safe, you are not empowered, you don't matter, and you are unlovable and shameful, the new programs inform the subconscious mind that you are safe, you are empowered, you are worthy, and you are lovable. The new program tells your subconscious mind there's no immediate danger, all is well. You are building a new amazing life and getting what you really want, need, and desire in your life. I remind you that PTSD can be healed and you can rebuild your life in a way that is even better than it used to be prior to the narcissist. If the narcissist is a family member and you grew up with this, then you can create a new life beyond the insanity of your childhood. There is hope. There is healing. And I hope that this has been helpful for you. If you want to learn more about my work with narcissistic abuse recovery or book a session with me, you can visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. I'm also offering a six-week course to help you heal, recover, and create the life you love. My audio hypnosis programs are at innertransformations.com, and I will put all of the links in the description below. I want to thank you for being with me today and take great care of yourself. I will see you in the next 
podcast. Namaste.